0: Welcome into the Coach's Office. We've got a great episode for you today as we welcome in David Crockett, football head coach, Hayden Chandley. And it
1: starts now. The following is a special presentation of the Coach's
0: Office. I never pun on Madden. Go Knowles. I don't even know what roll tide means. I mean, let them in. What is there to lose? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Glad to have you in here. Why was everyone so concerned with the outfield play for the movie to be called Angels in the Outfield?
1: Where'd you get your shirt? Footlocker? Locker? Uh-oh. Murphy's gone. And now your hosts, Kyle Donahue and Matt Ripley. How's it? Welcome inside the coach's office. My name is Kyle Donahue alongside Matt Ripley. We've got Coach Hayden Chanley today from the David Crockett Football Program. Coach, how are we doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys fantastic absolutely we'd like to thank you for coming in coach what what made you get into
0: coaching
2: what what got you started there uh you know growing up uh from a young age you know just uh super involved in in sports you know, sports and uh, just fell in love with the game of football and um you know just always loved the the uh you know the counter the counteract of uh your opponent you know just trying to get into your opponent's head and you know always, uh, trying to be a step ahead, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, just making sure that, um, you know, our plan was always better than their plan, even as a player and, you know, just understanding why we'd done certain things, um, that we did, you know, whether that be in high school, when I was in college and just fell in love with the fact of, you know, just getting a team prepared to play, um, uh, you know, and, and out, you know, outmatching somebody, um, out preparing somebody. And, and that's just, um, that I fell in love with, and you know, I love working with kids, and um, you know, it's kind of, kind of fell into place for me here in the last few years, and and I'm extremely blessed and, and thankful for that.
1: Awesome, awesome. So, where did your coaching journey start? Can you kind of lead us from from where you started to to Crockett right now?
2: Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, I, I grew up in in the great community, um, and uh, went to Daniel Moon High School, graduated from there, and uh, was fortunate enough. to to continue playing at uh, University of Virginia's College at Wise, um, up in Wise, Virginia. Uh, It's now a D2 school. Um, Just joining the SAC conference. Um, Played there um, for three years. Um, Was fortunate enough to uh, get an opportunity to become a student assistant my last year there. Um, You know, kind of one of those things The writing was on the wall and playing time was up. And, um, (laughs) you know, the the head coach and me had a very good relationship, and he knew that I – you know wanted to be a coach and wanted to you know go that route <clears throat> and uh, offered me a uh, a spot to help be on the staff and, and do some things and, and took advantage of that And uh, the next year that led into a, a part-time role um, on the staff as a linebacker coach um, you know and and his his old saying was there's two types of coaches out there coaches that have been fired and coaches that are going to get fired and <laughs> That, that happened at a uh, early on in my career, uh, that first year out of, uh, out of college that I graduated, that I spent, um, which would have been the fall of 2016, um, or excuse me, the fall of 2015. Uh, we actually got fired at the end of that year. The whole staff did. Um, so kind of a bump in the road there, um, but actually joined the military, uh, the National Guard, and um, the, the month after uh, we got fired, and so kind of took a year off and, and done the whole military thing and, and was gone for about seven months and, and came back and, and actually um, got a job with that same coach um, that I played for and coached for at Wise. Um, he got the head football job at Bluefield College. Um, it's an NAIA school in Bluefield, Virginia. Um, went up there and, and coached running backs, uh, switched sides of the ball, coached running backs for him. Uh, Was fortunate enough to take a program that was one in 10 the year before we got there and had only won five games in five years Um, before we got there. uh, They were actually five and 50 was their record over the previous five years before we got there. And and we were able to go six and five in our first year. Um, We're able to turn it around. We received votes in the national poll and and done a lot of great things. Um, That would have been the fall of 2017 and, you know, fast forward, you know, the Crockett job came open and you know, I was keeping my eyes on it, but you know, that was a heavy recruiting time for us as well. So, you know, kinda, you know, playing two birds there, but ended up coming open and sending my resume and you know, even when I was young playing in high school, I always wanted to be a you know, high school head coach and you know, coaching college was great and it was fun and you know, the recruiting aspect and you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, teaching or anything else or <laughs> you just coach football and recruit that's and all you do it was it, it was great and i really really enjoyed that um but, you know the, the opportunity opened up so close to home and you know I put in for it and you know it was uh fortunate enough to get it and actually interviewed for that job at the age of 24 and coached my first high school game as a head coach at the age of 25 and, oh wow wow uh, just feel extremely fortunate and blessed to, to be able to do that and you know the doors opened and you know good lord put me where he needed me and um, you know, as they say, the rest is history, and you know, I, I've been at Crockett now about you know fourteen or sixteen months, and um, you know, it's been it's been a great journey so far.
0: Absolutely. Now, you and and on that incredible journey, was there any moment that you decided, you know, what I think I want to be a head coach? Is that something you had in the back of your mind, you know, from the beginning, or did you kind of come into that as you went on?
2: Well, you know, I think all assistant coaches, um, you know, at some point in time you know, in the back of their mind, they're thinking of, uh, you know, ways that things that they would change or ways that they would go about doing things a little bit differently if they were in control, you know, and, and that, you know, that even started with me when I was at WISE, even as a student assistant, you know, of course, I thought I knew everything. (laughs) I didn't know know nothing, (laughs) you know, and and was fortunate enough to learn from, some very good mentors um, during my years at the college ranks. And, um, you know, I have, I have a lot to be thankful for um, under those guys. And, um Coach Dewey Lusk is the, the coach that recruited me and I played for and coached for um, at Wise and Bluefield. And then Coach Dino Kaklis, um, he was the defense coordinator for us at Wise and Bluefield. And um, those guys have over 50 years of coaching experience combined and um, was ex- extremely fortunate to learn a lot from them. And, you know, I even relied on those guys, you know, through the um, – Interview process at Crockett about becoming a head coach and you know just tips and things like that. But to answer your question, yes, you know even when I was playing in high school, you know just the fact being on the sideline, you know on a Friday night as a head coach and you know it just did not get any better than that. And um, of course, when I took over the job, they told me that you know about eighty percent of the stuff that I did from from the day I took over to game one would be you know nothing to do with X's and O's. And I thought they were. You know, I was like there's no way and they were hundred percent right yeah you know, people don't understand all the, the other stuff that comes with it but you know at the end of the day when you see those smiles on those kids' faces walking off the field after a victory you know it all makes it all worthwhile.
0: Absolutely. Well coach, we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be back with more uh, head coach Hayden Chanley with Crockett football right after this. This is Natalie, and I hope you all are enjoying this episode of
2: The Coach's Office. I'd love to have you tune in to my show, Classic Throwback, where I talk all things retro and pop culture. Find my show on your favorite platform and hit the subscribe button. And check out my website, ClassicThrowbackPodcast.com.
1: And we're back inside The Coach's Office with Coach Chanley of Crockett Football. Coach, you kind of took over in a a weird little uh, situation after a weird year at Crockett. Um, Was there a time when you, you know, jumped in and said, oh, this is I'm now the head coach. I'm not I'm not the assistant anymore. I'm a head coach.
2: Yeah. So, you know, you you look at the time frame about, you know, when I got hired was, you know, right around mid-April. And, you know, most coaches, when they take over a new program, you know, you've got six, seven months to prepare and, you know, kind of get in you know lay your foundation of what you want. You know, we had one month. We had less than a month and we're starting spring practice. Yeah. You know, and and I like to tell the story, you know, we started spring practice in May last year with 27 players and four coaches. Oh wow. Is all we had. <laughs> and you know, I guess that moment was was then, you know, just looking at you know what what we started with and and, and where we where we got to, uh, you know, just it, it, it still amazes me every time I think about it, just the amount of trust and effort and, you know, Moxie, you know, I don't know what you call it, that those kids were able to have, you know, coming in a brand new coach. They didn't know me from Adam to put their trust in a 25 year old and a brand new staff that they had no idea who they were, you know, to buy into that and what we wanted for the program and to be able to succeed like we were, you know, couldn't have happened without that and and you know that's anywhere you know you got to have the kids to buy into what you're you're trying to do and 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 they were able to do that but that moment was definitely we stepped on that practice field you know you think of a 5a program you think of you know you should have a quite a few kids out there yeah um, a funny story we didn't we didn't play one game last year on our schedule that we dressed more than the other team. Oh, gosh. Um, and, and we played Hampton last year, a single A program. <laughs> wow. So, uh, you know, it and it's gotten, it's getting a little bit better, you know, winning will help that some, but, you know, I think numbers are down across a lot of programs oh, yeah, in the area. Yeah. Um, But, but, you know, just to come from, from where we did and, and starting that first spring practice with 27 kids and four coaches. And uh, that was definitely that moment for me.
1: Yeah. So we, we haven't, Written this question out, I just something um, I wanted to pop in there. But what was what was the first game like for you, taking over as a young guy, twenty? You said twenty four. Uh, uh, twenty five. Twenty five. What was the first yeah. game? First game as head coach.
2: Well, it was probably the utmost game we played all last <laughs> year, and you know, me and uh, our receivers coach were actually talking about it um, there last week. You know, the playbook that we have in now and had in at the end of the year compared to game one is incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, we had maybe a fifth of the playbook in week one, just because of timing, yeah. right? we didn't have time and, and, you know, to put in all the stuff, you know, taking over with such notice, um, you know, week one, um, you know, we played Seymour and, um, ended up, uh, getting away from them, uh, 21 to seven, um, one of our lowest scoring outputs of the season. Um, and then, you know, we kind of took off from there, but it was a struggle, you know, you know, his first game as head coach, you know, first game as a play caller, you know, and the kids are trying to get adjusted the way we're calling plays and, you know, new playbook and things like that. And, um, you know, bit of a, bit of an ugly game. Uh, but, you know, fortunately, uh, we were able to, you know, come away with a few plays there in the second half that, that, uh, made the difference. But, you know, I guess the first quarter, um, you know, ended zero zero, and we had kind of been in the red zone and not capitalized. And um, you know, first play of the second quarter, they hit an eighty-eight yard touchdown on us. Um, oh we're, we're in man coverage. Safety gets beaten. Next thing you know, it's seven to nothing. <laughs> You're looking around like, oh, it's it's time, boys. Yeah. I mean, this is this this isn't you know this isn't scrimmages and this isn't practice anymore. We got to go. Yeah. Um, but the kids responded well, and uh, you know, we were thankful to get that first one out of the way. Um, and, and really played well uh, from then on. But that first one was a little bit of a whirlwind, but, you know, just thankful to – anytime you get a win week one, you'll take it no matter how ugly it is. Absolutely. Now,
0: with your journey and, and everything that you've taken in and then, of course, now being a head coach and, and kind of taking that all in, do you have any advice for a young coach just getting started? Uh, any words of wisdom for somebody like that?
2: Uh, you know, I just always, you know, keep the kids' interest first. Um, you know, best, in, what, what's in their best interest, you know, you're going to be dealt with some, um, some situations that aren't ideal, um, and that, you know, you got to make a tough decision. Um, you know, my big thing is I always bring everything, um, uh, try to bring everything before my entire coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I hired those guys for a reason and I want their input on, on, you know, majority of things. Um, and then I, I bring a lot of things to our captains. You know, I really think it's important to get the players input. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you make your decisions all based on only what the coaches see, you know, you're not getting that from the player, you know, point of view, because there may be things going on behind closed doors that you don't see that the players do see. And, and I just think it's important to be able to trust your captains, you know, lean on your captains. And, um, you know, I've done that in the, like I said, the 14 or 15 months that I've been at Crockett. Um, and leaned on my coaching staff. And, and you know, I, I believe that's super important. As a young coach, you've got to have coaches that you trust around you. Um, and, and, you know, it doesn't matter how small your coaching staff is, but you've got to have guys that you, that will go to bat with you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I was putting together a staff, you know, we only have six coaches on our entire staff, um, but there's six good ones. And All that's right. counting myself. I mean, there are five good assistants and i wouldn't trade them for the world we didn't make any changes from last year's staff and you know i think we've got a you know maybe room for one more um but you know we 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 like the group that we've got and we've got a good a good foundation laid um and you know so i would say the most important thing is just you know having that trust with your assistant coaches and then you know also just do what you want to do you know don't don't You know, listen to everybody, oh, you should do this, or your players do what you want to do and what best fits your team. You know, and, you know, coaches come all the time to the high school ranks that want to throw the ball over the place. (laughs) Well, not everybody's going to be able to do that, you know, and you've got to adjust to to what your kids, what, you know, what you're dealt. You know, it's not like college. You you can recruit what you want. You know, high school, you kind of got to play the hand you're dealt. Yeah. So so that's definitely uh, two pieces of advice that I'd give.
1: Awesome. Yeah, definitely. You really need – you really lean on assistant coaches especially around here in high school um they're, Absolutely. they're the ones mainly doing the, the most teaching with individual groups so you Absolutely. definitely want to get trustworthy guys yeah so that's good advice coach uh, we're going to come back right out of a break um, from Crockett football head coach Hayden Chandler
0: Coach's Office is now looking for a title sponsor. Your name would be over the whole entire show or commercial sponsors. If you or someone you know owns a business and would be interested, please contact us either on Facebook, on Twitter, or through our email, thecoachesoffice show at gmail.com. And we'd love to have you be a part of the coach's office. All right, we're back inside the coach's office with Crockett football head coach Hayden Chanley. Coach, uh, talk about – you guys are coming off of a, a special season. Talk about what makes a, a quality football program, and then, you know, you got thrown into the fire right there. How does that translate onto the football field in making a quality football program?
2: Yeah, so first and foremost, you know, you, you got to have the, the, the buy-in of the kids. You know, it starts with the relationships, you know, being built from the start and uh you know it's just winning them over and and letting them know that you truly do care about them and them knowing that yeah uh, because if if a kid knows that you truly care about his well-being and you know the becoming of a you know a young man you know they're going to be a lot more likely to buy into what you're you're trying to do and and our kids you know did that exceptionally well last year um when we took over um you know took over the program and um you know just tried to start building those relationships early um, and the kids did that and and they know that that every one of these coaches would do anything for them yeah you know we take them to camps and you know to pick them up if they need rods you know whatever it is you know our our coaches do a great job of reaching out and our kids know that um, anything they need you know they could ask a coach and um would be he'd be willing, you know, more than happy to do that for him. Um, but you know, and we also try to instill um, this summer uh, we we did a new thing on Tuesdays, and you know, before dead period, we call it transforming Tuesdays. Um, you know we would lift and and do our running and and things like that, and you know, the last thirty or forty five minutes. Uh, we would teach the, 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 kids a life skill, uh, oh, you yeah. know, or a life lesson or something like that. And, you know, one week, uh, we, uh, we changed the tire on a vehicle and, uh, one week we learned to tie a tie. Um, you know, the next week, um, you know, we did, uh, maybe jumper cables on a vehicle or something cool. like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just how to how to shake a man's hand Uh, you know just just how to introduce yourself properly you know you look somebody in the eye when they shake their hand and you know just just simple things like that that go a long way that you know might seem funny to some of those kids and and it probably does and you know maybe even to some people listening but you know stuff like that goes a long way and you know some kids you know never get any direction like that Uh, you know we just feel it's important that these kids know that that You know, there's life after football. Absolutely. Um, And at some point, you know, the game's going to be taken away from you, whether that's um, injury or, um, you know, age or, you know, even guys in the NFL – you know, at some point, you know, somebody's going to look at you and say you're not good enough anymore, yep. whether that's after high school, whether that's after college, or whether you play a 15-year NFL career. At some point, somebody's going to tell you that you're not good enough anymore and you've got to have something that you're going to fall back on. So uh, we believe in, you know, teaching the kids life lessons and, and doing things the right way and, you know, helping transform, you know, these kids into young men.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we also try to do some of that stuff. and And in today's culture with, you know, a lot of broken homes, some kids may not get that, and that's that's really cool that um, you guys are doing that, so they can they can get that if they don't have a father figure. Um, you guys are kind of stepping up, that's really cool. So anybody that's that's been around East Tennessee kind of knows about the Crockett program. Uh, not known, not necessarily known as a perennial winner, uh, I think we all can attest to that. But uh, in the past couple of years, it's been kind of up and down. Um, can you talk about what it takes to create? Uh, culture and and more importantly the culture you're bringing to the the uh, program I think one of the things you talked about when the kids I really like that could you talk about the culture that you want to implement at at Crockett
2: yeah absolutely you know taking over the program and uh you know a little bit of up and down like you spoke to and uh you know my my whole thing is when we came in was you know we got to put the past behind us and, and move forward and you know We can't control the past. And, um, you know, my big thing was kids got – I know they got tired of me saying it, but, you know, we got to control what we can control and move forward. Um, Think about it in the course of the game. You can't control what the referees do. You can't control what um, formation the offense lines up in, the opposing offense lines up in. You can't control the weather, but you can control your effort and your attitude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, same thing with the situation. You can't control anything that happened in the past. You can't control what other people on the outside say. Got to block that out and move forward and focus on us with great, great attitude and you know always playing with great effort and that was that was what we preached you know from day one um, when when I took over the program Um, and you know the kids have done a great job of doing that. Um, but, you know, like you said, just establishing the, the, the foundation and, you know, the program moving forward that, that we want, um, you know, doing the right thing all the time. I know, like I said, that sounds cliche, but we, we preach that. And, um, you know, we've got a rule where we don't say the word yeah. Um, I despise that word. Yeah. I think it was for going through uh, basic training. We weren't allowed to say that word. And it just kind of stuck with me. Um, you know, kids get in the habit of saying yes, yes, sir, no sir you know, I, that, that goes a long way too. And, pretty cool. and they know that we demand their best every single day. Um, but if you're going to do that as a coaching staff, if you're going to demand the best every single day from these kids and they're going to bring it and they're going to come to work and work hard every single day, you got to take care of them too. And, you know, I I take care of the kids, I you know, buy them all kinds of shirts and equipment and, and, you know stuff that I can, uh, and and they know that we truly care about them, are going to take care of them. But we also demand their best every single day because you know there's a standard now in, in Jonesboro that's been set, and and that's going to be the standard, and the foundation that's going that's laid is going to be the standard. You know from here on out, as long as I'm the head coach at Crockett. And, uh, you know, that's going to be, you know, playing with great effort, uh, playing with a great attitude and, you know, everything else is going to take care of itself and we can't control anything else, you know, but we can control those two things. And and that's what we try to do is focus on those two things and, uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may after that. Well, Coach, it sounds like you're, like you said, you're
0: changing the mindset in Jonesboro, certainly, and, and after a year like last year, that certainly helps, helps your cause and everything that you're doing behind the scenes uh, and on the football field, and, and that's really paying off for you, and so, you know, now that you're the head coach of this program and you're really leaving your mark, what makes this Crockett football program so special to you, and what do you see for your team going forward?
2: Yeah. It's just the, the, the hometown feel of, you know, playing at Crockett and, you know, as you mentioned, you know, Crockett had never been known for, you know, a perennial powerhouse, you know, in years past or things like that. You know, we were fortunate enough to win the first, you know, playoff game in school history and um, first conference championship in school history, just a, a, a number of different things. And, and that comes from, you know, just the commitment from the kids and the, like I said, the buy-in and you know, belief in that foundation. Because it's one thing to preach it and believe it as a coach, but it's another for the kids to take hold of it and put it in action. Yeah. Um, and, and they did that, uh, you know, you know, to the best of their ability. And and you know, we we're just so proud of of the way they did things and represented their community, um, you know, on and off the field. But just the support you know, that, that we received, um, you know, student body administration, you know, faculty, the community, um, just as a whole, um, you know, as that season just kept on going. I mean, even, even up to our last week there when we went down to Knox Central and played in the quarterfinals, you know, we had as many fans as they did at the game wow. and, and that just speaks to the, you know, the, the people that were on board with us and supporting us and just the, the support group is, is unbelievable and um you know I, i'm sure you guys may have heard about it um uh, but that 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 crowd that was at that musket bowl that at the musket bowl uh,
1: yeah,
2: there awesome. at home uh week nine was was pretty unbelievable and pretty remarkable um i know there were some pictures going around social media yeah. um, like the parking lot and you know people uh reporters told, told us that it took them two hours to get from downtown jonesboro to the you know to the stadium is, wow. is just unbelievable i mean it was senior night and you had people parking half a mile away and running just to get there it, it was just incredible that the stories that you heard and um you know probably one of the biggest the biggest crowd that i've ever seen at a high school game in person um for around here and um you know just just unbelievable the amount of support that was received and, you know, going forward, you know, we've, we've challenged this seniors and leaders, you know, to continue that. Um, because last year, you know, nobody expected you to be as good as you were. Yeah. This year, everybody's going to be expecting you. You know, now everybody this year's got you circled on the calendar, yeah. where last year they probably didn't. So that's a challenge that we've presented to this group to to uphold that standard and, and bring it every single day because that's what it's going to take to, to keep us where we're at. Well, absolutely, Coach. Well, you're
0: you're doing a spectacular job there
2: in Jonesboro, and and we
0: wish you all the best of luck this season. And we'd like to thank you for being in the coach's office today.
2: Well, guys, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, thank you for for what you do and, and trying to get exposure out for these kids and, and these programs. And um, best of luck with your show, and and uh, thanks for having me on again.
0: Yes, sir. thank Thanks, you. Coach. And we'll be back to wrap this thing up right
1: after this. Matt and I would love to hear from you inside the coach's office. Join us on Facebook at the coach's office or on Twitter at at coaching underscore office. Tell us some topics or things that you'd like for us to discuss on upcoming episodes. Also, if you're on Google or iTunes, go ahead and hit the five stars. Now, it's time to head back inside the coach's office.
0: Well, that's all for this episode of the coach's office again we'd like to thank crockett football head coach hayden chanley for coming in and we wish him and his pioneer football team all the best of luck this coming up football season make sure you check us out on all our social platforms on facebook on twitter coaching underscore office and on our website thecoachesofficeshow.com
1: and again thank you to coach chanley for matt ripley and myself kyle donahue thank you for listening if you're your last one out turn off the lights and lock up the gate
0: This has been a presentation of the Coach's Office, produced by Quotable Productions.